Hello, I am Kate All, host of the Empowered Agency Podcast. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 1. This is the podcast for service providers, VAs, and agency owners looking to create their ideal agency. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less, every Sunday. So let's dive in. Okay, I wrestled a lot with what to talk about in season six. Season five, if you haven't listened to it, was so much about um, my hard 2022, the last half of 22, what I was learning going into Q1, what I was thinking about, what I was processing. If you haven't listened to that, I would say that for anybody who wants to know more behind the scenes, less teaching is definitely a lot more of my story and really just connecting with where I was at. So I wrestled with season six thinking like, you know, do people want to hear more of, you know, my story still? Do they want to hear tactics? What is it that they really want to hear? And so I went back to some emails that people had sent me. I went back to conversations with my agency master students. And then currently I am running somebody through beta of my agency pro course, self-study combined with boxer access. It's something I've never done before, but I wanted to try it. And figuring out how to really serve people in the current environment with courses or coaching is very important to me. And it's not just that... um, I might look on the outside like I have an inability to choose or decide, but it really is about how do I effectively serve business owners, specifically agency owners during this time to where they can absorb information without feeling overwhelmed by information. And then they can reach out for help without feeling like help is only at a certain time for them. Because what I realized is that all of us have um, schedules that are variable. Some of us are moms. Some of us are people who still have another job and this is our side hustle. So in order to teach pro, which I think is such a great seven unit course, it's everything that I've done and learned. And I can see that it's working looking at my agency master students and the things that they have done. I was trying to figure out what is a good way to kind of teach us in a hybrid coaching model that is convenient for people's time. And that came down to Voxer, which I'm using a lot. So you'll I'll I'll give you an update on how that's going. But so far, the one student who is going through it right now with Voxer Access, it has been such a joy and I have learned so much. And so as a result, I want to take some of the questions of getting out of that from her and kind of bring those here because when I took them to Uh, my agency master's groups, they really, there's only one group, actually, they really reflected the same thing. So I was like, okay, this looks like where season six needs to go. So I want to start out with mindset. And I have to say, when I hear the word mindset, I have like a love-hate relationship with it. I think it's important to have the right mindset as an agency owner. I think it's really important to get your head in the game. Like I get all of that. I just don't like a lot of the, I see maybe what you would call, for lack of a better phrase, manipulation tactics and people saying, like, you just don't have the right mindset. You just don't, you're not, um, you know, ready to grow or ready to build. And it's a problem with you, which sometimes it is. And sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's just the current state of our world or economy or leads or whatever are just really hard and you can't see your way into a new solution. I don't see that as mindset. 
I see that as like you haven't uncovered what you need to uncover to be able to grow. I see things like imposter syndrome as mindset issues, right? So I'm going to take a little bit of a different spin on it here today and kind of go through, um, I would say, five or so mindsets that I think have kind of surfaced for me. And it's a mindset. It's like such an easy word to say, but it's like really your frame of mind, like where you're at in the moment and how you can kind of like take hold and go with that and grow as a result of it. So I want to talk about those few things and how you can bump yourself out of a negative frame of mind and maybe into a positive frame of mind. I will tell you actually that I tend to be more glass half full, which was super funny this morning. Actually, my daughter, my middle daughter is almost exactly like my husband and they are both glass half empty. And she only has a two day like week of school because I have the rest of the week off. And um, she comes out and she's like, I don't even know the point of going to school. Like I have two days this week. That's it. This is totally ridiculous. I'm so annoyed about having to go to school. And my husband was like, yeah. And I go, what? You guys, that's crazy. I, her name is Lily. I was like, Lily, you have only a two day week of school instead of five. Like, let's celebrate that. And she was like, yeah, I guess like you're right. It's not a full week. I'm going to just see it in a new way. And so I am the bringer of those things to flip things on their side. So just know that going into it, um, there is a constant joke in our house about my husband and I both bringing the glass half full, glass half empty. So there we go. Okay, the first one that we hear a lot about, it gets a lot of buzz, but I think it's probably the one that inflicts agency owners or even online business owners or any business owner actually the most. And that's imposter syndrome. And I heard somebody say this once, like everybody has it and somebody who says they don't have it is lying to you. (laughs) I was like, there you go. And ultimately, imposter syndrome is someone's going to find out I'm faking it. Somebody's going to find out that I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm just figuring it out as we go along. And truthfully, that's every business owner. Because think about this time that we're in. We have never been through a pandemic. We have never been through a recession on the back of a pandemic. And we've never lived through this time and space when it comes to online business. It's all new literally every single day. And we see these people making claims about their systems, about how they've made it work. And some have and some haven't. I think there's a really big distinction between those who are really good at marketing and those who are really good at implementing and helping people be empowered to use a particular skill. I wouldn't say that I err so much on the side of being good at marketing. I had to work at it. But I err on the side of being good at building a team and I enjoy it. And I feel like when I'm doing it, I am wearing the right size shoes. And so I often say that imposter syndrome feels like I'm in a place where I'm wearing the wrong size shoes. And it's just because something doesn't really make sense. So I'm questioning whether or not somebody else knows better than me. And once they figure out that they know better than me or know more than me, they're going to find out that I'm a fraud. And when I get to those places, I have to remind myself. So this is how I deal, like my experience in dealing with imposter syndrome is that 
everybody is trying to figure this out at the same time. Some people have been really good because their brains have allowed them to figure it out. And some people have to struggle a little bit more and do a little more more fact-finding until they figure it out. My clients are here because they want my company to serve them and to help their business grow. And I can only control how we work with those clients and how I do my best to really truly impress them. And when I think about it, imposter syndrome is about how other people perceive me and what other people think of me. I don't love this phrase, but I think it's very true is other people's opinions are none of my business. And I've had to remind myself of that over and over again, is that somebody with a different skill set, a different personality wiring could come into my business and see it completely different. Does that mean I'm doing it wrong? No, it just means I'm doing it different. And so when I see imposter syndrome rear its ugly head, I pull myself back out and I remind myself that I'm here in this time and space to serve these clients. And that's what I need to focus on. I need to keep my head down. Um, Mindset or frame of mind number two is our productive frame of mind. I often find that when I need to get my brain and my body moving um, to really be productive, I do a couple of things. One, I time block. So I look and I say, I have to write this particular thing. I have to do this hard thing. I'm going to set a timer for 45 minutes. What it does is it makes me only focused on that one thing. I am laser focused. I turn everything else off. I get straight with the music that I'm listening to. It does not have any words. And I get into this space and I tell myself it's just going to be 45 minutes. And there's times when we feel in a productive mindset and there's times where we don't feel in a productive mindset. I also think it's really important that when you feel your productivity really ramping up, go with it. Go with it as long as you can. Excuse me. Don't be tricked into thinking you need to answer email. Don't be tricked into thinking you need to do something else. Go with the creativity. Go with all of that and just allow yourself to lean into it. Get rid of all these other ideas of what people think productivity looks like and just get some tunnel vision for a little bit. Now, I am a high achiever. And so I naturally think like I love to-do lists and I add 47 things to them. And I think realistically, I can do all 47. If I get 46 done, I feel crushed sometimes. And so I've learned that a little bit about myself to just add three. So only three things to my to-do list to help me feel productive. And if one of those things is pretty big, I block out time. And I literally, you can set on, I know on an iPhone, I can set things to where it will say like no distractions unless it's like my kids or my husband and they need to call me. I find that I get the most done then. I also, for productivity, know that Mondays are far and away when my brain is most fresh. That is huge for me. I do a lot of writing on that day. I do a lot of creating on that day. And I do a lot of dreaming on that day, which leads me to this next one, which is kind of a dreamer frame of mind. I don't always get to that on a Monday, but I think it definitely needs to have a place in your business at least once a quarter. So I talked about this in last season, how I felt about Vivid Vision. And one of my um, agency master students, Rachel, we had both done Vivid Vision and we both said we can't look at it. It feels like it honestly feels very painful. 
And so I think on the backside of a pandemic and an economic recession, it's important to get your dreamer frame of mind on. And I've heard some strategies for that. I've tried a few. One is a day out of the office. So a fr- one Friday a month. Um, some people like to go to a new place to work, to dream, to journal. Some people like to not bring their computer any places and they just want to go sit in a place. Some people like to hike. I do find that the dreamer frame of mind rarely, if ever, happens in front of a computer. It always happens when I'm out with pen and paper. I'm out thinking And for me, actually, truthfully, I find it when I am organizing the garage or when I'm doing yard work or when I'm going on a hike, when I'm doing something that actually is using the right and the left brain at the same time, which I learned through my daughter's therapist that like that like closely mimics like EMDR therapy and kind of working things out. So one of the things that my daughter and I do is we go for walks and we will talk about hard things. And as we're walking, as we're moving and using our right and left brain, we start to begin to work out solutions. Going for a walk midday is always a good idea. So getting into the dreamer frame of mind, you can also do um, a weekend away by yourself. These have been some of my hardest times to go away, but some of my most productive times. So back in August of 2020, I went to a local lodge here, and that's where I surfaced this idea that I needed an integrator in my business. I surfaced who the integrator was going to be and kind of worked through that. And I knew the consequences that also might happen once I chose that integrator that some people might quit, and they did. And I knew what I wanted for the future. I was set up. But did I like being alone? No, I actually really hated it. And then another time was I went to the beach And I really got away when I felt a lot of angst. There's something about the ocean. I live very close to the ocean and the mountains, which is nice. That was a great weekend away. Again, it was hard, but it surfaced a lot of places where I was really, I was wearing thin. And then just this last March, I was in Chicago for a conference and I went by myself. Sometimes I'll travel with like a family member or a team member, but this time I went alone and you wouldn't associate like Chicago with safe. And I don't live in Chicago and I was in a very safe place of Chicago, but it was so nice to wander downtown and go to these different shops and go to these different cafes and have breakfast by myself. And I ended up using my phone a lot for a ton of ideas. And I watched people watched and I thought about clients and I thought about all these things. And so when it comes to getting yourself into a dreamer frame of mind, it does not happen all the time. But if you can set aside time in advance, and I highly suggest in advance, because your calendar will take up space and it will not allow the dreamer to be included in that. So you got to really, really put some time aside in advance. Money mindset. I this seems like another buzzword and probably where the most toxic use I've seen the word mindset around. Um. I think it gets skewed by people big time. Um, There's two things I hear people say. Um, One is like, if you uh, don't hire a housekeeper or you don't DoorDash all your food to get things quicker, more efficient, 
then your money mindset is holding you back and you're actually losing productivity and all these kinds of things. Or I've heard people say like, what do you think your services are worth? I think the market has a cap and I think that you need to probably adhere to those market caps sometimes when it comes to pricing. So when it comes to money, I think nobody else, and this is just my belief, um, nobody else gets to work that through except for you and the person you are making financial decisions with. And so for me, that's my husband and I. We have a philosophy that we live by and we work those things out. I have to work out what my family of origin did. He has to work out what his family of origin did. And then we kind of pass those on. Now that gets infused into the business because we don't see the business as separate. We see it as a fuel for our life. So when I go into the business, I do have to look at the finances a little bit different. I can't look at it the way that I personally run my budget. But I have to look at it a little bit different. And I will tell you that money and my hyper achiever, and I don't, I'm not a perfectionist. So I see perfectionists as like people wanting to get things perfect. I don't have that. I want to get it right. And I want to get affirmation from the people around me that I got it right. And I think those are two different things. I, by any means, if you looked at my house, there's things I can certainly let go and do not have to have them be perfect by any means, but I do have to get them right. And when we came to a really hard point at the end of um, 2022, which I talked about in the last season with money, I fell apart. I felt like I was getting it wrong because in my mind, there was this threshold, this standard That was my mindset. But if I didn't hit that or I didn't do that, I was a complete failure. So interrogating this a little bit, not a little bit, but interrogating your your money mindset, but where you get your money beliefs, get all of those is really important before, before you let anybody speak into that. Don't let anybody tell you hire a housekeeper. That's your decision or whether or not you want to hire somebody in your business It's just, I just think that's such a personal space that you got to interrogate a lot of thoughts with that. And I'm not going to give you advice on any of it. I'm just going to say everybody has their own money story and you have to work that out with you. I want to stay far away from telling anybody how to view their monies. And the last is a rest mindset. Um, I really think that as an entrepreneur, And as an agency owner, it is incredibly easy for us to go and go and go and feel like there's always something to do. There is always something to do. Always, right? So it's really important that you build in a hard stop. That's a common phrase that I've used over the years. My hard stop is Saturday. There's times when I will work when I feel like I have like a looming project deadline and I know I'm going to get rest on the other side of it. But for the most part, I don't open my phone. I don't open my email. Like I need a break because I just think that if I don't, I will limit my creative zone of genius. I will limit how I can see money accurately. I will limit my dreamer. I will limit my productive if I'm not in this place where I need to give rest a priority. And it's really easy 
in this world to consume and consume and consume all the information and all the tactics and all the courses and all the things. And sometimes we just need to stop and take a deep breath. We need to pause. We need to give ourselves a high five for getting up today and embrace this whole running your own business stuff that it's hard and that you are going to just savor it and you're ready. And then when you can take that exhale, you're going to come out and you're going to be like, okay, I'm ready. So those are the, I guess, mindsets and ways that I move through them. Imposter syndrome, productivity mindset, dreamer mindset, money mindset, and rest mindset. One of the things I do want to say is when I am in the flow of something, I really try to stay in the flow. So if I am in the flow of productivity, I allow myself to go right up until the brink until I feel like I'm done. When I'm in the flow of dreaming, I don't edit myself. When I'm in the flow of rest, there might be sometimes I got to pull myself out of that, but it's naturally not that hard for me. So pay attention to where you land. And I think that's just a really great way to tackle these frames of mind and how to see them and how they work for you. So Alrighty, that's it for today's first episode of season six, episode one. Would you take a moment to leave a review for this podcast? We just have only a couple and I would love people to listen and be inspired to grow. And I would love to hear from you. I just love reading those reviews. The few that we have, they're amazing. So if you would take 30 seconds, I would love for you to leave a review for the Empowered Agency podcast. Thanks so much for listening. 